Muslim fans. We believe that psychology still matters. Storytelling should be consistent. Maybe that's why I'm a connoisseur of wrestling. Tweener is not an alignment. I don't want any part of it. Goodbye. Welcome to the fight against Marxism. This is the Square Circle Journal. And now, Just John and the Wrestling Console, Sam Kilo. Flying solo today. It is me, the one and only Just John back at you with another episode of the Square Circle Journal podcast. And today I'm going to do something a little bit different. This isn't going to be your typical sit down back and forth banter between myself and the wrestling connoisseur. Uh, Number one for the simple fact that uh, I doubt he's awake right now at the time of me recording this. And number two, this is a, a very personal issue that I wanted to discuss, uh, an issue that many will question me for, uh, an issue that will seem uh, maybe perhaps a little petty to some, Um, but today I want to discuss uh, me canceling my WWE Network subscription, and, and that seems like an odd topic for for a podcast, but, and I get that, but let me, let me uh, just give me a second to explain here. Uh, everyone's talking about, you know, the Super Showdown coming up uh, this week, WWE Super Showdown from Saudi Arabia, and everyone's talking about uh, how they're not sure if they're going to watch, uh, they might watch, they don't really know. Um, it, this this was in a poll that I saw. You know, people aren't sure, uh, or like 12% were like, yeah, definitely watching. 50-some percent were like, no, not watching. And then the other uh, poll option was, oh, I've canceled my subscription. And the numbers seem significantly higher to me uh, than I would expect uh, because I am part of that percentage of people who have already canceled their subscription. So it started to make me wonder, like, what – what is the common denominator between myself and that other, you know, 20 some percent who had canceled their WWE network uh, subscription? Is it the lack of content? For me, I don't think it was so much that. I don't think it was a lack of content. I can't be mad. You know, you could spend months straight trying to get through the entire catalog of, of wrestling that is on the network. I mean, everything from from the old Coliseum tapes, I love to watch those, uh, to the specials they do, like the Evolve special or, you know, obviously the takeovers, the main roster pay-per-views. There's always something to watch. Um, This all started when my wife and I were sitting down one day and we were looking at the bills uh, that we had to pay each month. And we were trying to figure out, you know, just some cost-cutting measures, you know, just try to tighten up a little bit. Um, and I just thought to myself, you know, I really, I don't need this network. I don't watch it very frequently. I don't, I don't feel like I'm really getting my money's worth. You know, it's only like 10 bucks a month, but I don't really feel like I'm getting my money's worth with it. So why is that? And this podcast may be a little bit of self-discovery for myself. Um, for those of you who don't listen to the podcast regularly, uh, I, I'm outspoken against WWE and their creative approach, especially as of the last few years it's been. Um, I hate to be that guy that always has something to complain about, but I do. There are so many holes creatively 
in WWE storylines that has become almost unwatchable for me, and oftentimes I don't watch. I am a fan of professional wrestling, and I enjoy watching wrestling. And in the rare moment that I did sit down and watch the network, I was not watching anything that was, you know, after probably the year 2003-2004. I wouldn't do it. And most of my stuff, most of the stuff I would watch was usually from the 80s and 90s. You know, a lot of 80s, a lot of 90s, uh, early and late 90s. Love the late 90s stuff, especially WCW. But in that moment when we were looking at our bills, I, I decided I don't need this. I don't watch it, and it does feel like a waste of money. So why is that? Why does it feel like a waste of money? Well, first of all, obviously, this is all very subjective. Okay, your reason for canceling the network might be different from Jim's reasoning for canceling the network, might be different from Bill's reasoning uh, for canceling the network, and so on and so forth. But I think what it boiled down for me was that, you know, occasionally we'll, we'll get this itch to scratch, like, oh man, I really wish I could watch some, you know, NWA or, or AWA. I, I really wish I could see uh, the showdown, you know, I, I don't know, you know, insert feud here. I can honestly get on YouTube, and I'm going to do it right now, get on YouTube Let's see. What do I want to watch? Uh, I want to watch some AWA uh, Colonel De Beers matches. Most of you probably don't know who that is. Nevertheless, here we are. Nick Bockwinkle versus Colonel De Beers uh, from April 3rd, 1986, Las Vegas. Uh, Wahoo McDaniel versus Colonel De Beers. Uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Superfly Snuka versus Colonel De Beers, and so on and so forth. There's a multitude of promos and highlight reels just for this guy. My itch has been scratched. Now, suppose I wanted to do something a, a, a little different from that. Um, I want to watch, you know, anything from the Attitude Era. It's most likely going to be on the network. It's most likely also going to be on YouTube. So I think what it boils down to is that when I get this itch to watch some classic wrestling, to watch something um, that is, you know, for a lot of people, a rather inconspicuous uh, type of programming, I know what I want. I don't need the network to prompt me into suggesting uh, a show or a wrestler and I think a lot of this has to do with if you don't know the history of wrestling and you don't know who's out there or who, you know, paved the way, you might not know what to look for. I think a lot of this for me comes down to, to being educated in wrestling. And I'm not trying to sound uh, arrogant or pompous or anything, but I think uh, I think if you know what you're looking for, you can find it, you know, on YouTube or, or whatever. So I don't think the network, in short, has made itself a must-have network. And look, I subscribed the first day this thing was available. And I've been paying $10 a month for, what is it now, five years? 
maybe six years. And as of uh, February 13th, uh, 2020, my subscription has been canceled. Well, John, do you miss it? No. But there's so much, you know, good stuff on there and the best quality that you can get and in its full versions. Again, if I know what I want to watch, it's probably going to be on YouTube. If it's not on YouTube, it's going to be on Daily Motion or any of those other um, streaming sites, you know. That's just the facts. I don't feel like WWE has made itself a must-have subscription service. I, I think that's what it comes down to. Well, how could they do that? I don't know. Can they do that? Is there enough of a demand for WWE right now to where they can take their network and make it must-have? I would probably say no. I, I don't think at this point there is. Let me see if I can find uh, a count for the amount of uh, subscribers for the network. Let's see if this is... I'm pretty sure it's dropped, but, but let, me, let me verify that. No, I don't want your newsletter. You know, I hate going onto websites and they just start bombarding you with this crap. Oh, sign up for our newsletter. No. Uh, donate. No. I just want this piece of information. All right, let's see here. And then when, when you finally click off all the ads, what, what you want is not there. Go figure. And, but, you know, I, I think it's safe to say that. Okay, let's see. So overall, yeah, from 2014, the paid subscribers is up. From 2018, two, two years ago. We are down. So it has dropped in the last couple of years. What is making people cancel the network? Well, if you hop onto Twitter or any other social network, there's a multitude of reasons given. And those reasons range from the Saudi Arabia deal that WWE has to people being flat out fed up with WWE. I don't think, you know, I didn't cancel in angst. I didn't cancel with any resentment towards WWE. I canceled because I don't need it. Because I can scratch my itch in other ways. It's just like, you know, like like we just did with, with the AWA example. I can find any of that stuff. You just have to know what you're looking for. You really don't need to be shelling out 10 bucks a month. Well, it's only 10 bucks. Yeah, it's only 10 bucks. If you want to pay the 10 bucks, pay the 10 bucks. I don't, I don't really care what you do. But you click this podcast to hear why I cancel, so I'm telling you. So, you know, wh- whether it's the Saudi reasons, whether it's the hate for WWE, whether it's uh, just, you know, not having the time to sit down and watch it or not feeling like you're getting your money's worth, you know, there, there's a whole lot of reasons why one may cancel the network. Now... The big news related to the WWE Network is, is this network about to lose its worth even more? Because this started out as a rumor, folks, but 
Seems like this rumor is catching some uh, catching some traction. Well, what is that rumor? That rumor is that WWE is in talks with ESPN Plus over pay-per-view streaming rights. That's right. You guys remember this whole $9.99 gimmick WWE had when they first kicked this thing off? Get all major pay-per-views for only $9.99. And then they acted like everything else was a bonus. That might be coming to an end because WWE is engaged in discussions with ESPN about putting its pay-per-view events on direct-to-consumer streaming service ESPN+. Plus, According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, the potential deal follows WWE's attempts to redress declining subscription numbers to its OTT platform WWE Network and bounce back from executive turmoil following the abrupt dismissal of co-presidents Michelle Wilson and George Berrios in January. Earlier this month, WWE reported its latest financial report that WWE Network's average paid subscribers dropped 10% to $1.42 million, slightly lower than the company's $1.43 projection. WWE also said it was evaluating strategic alternatives for the WWE Network going forward to help bolster its financial fortunes. Um, and here's a quote from Vince. He says, We have a lot of options for the WWE Network monetization. We could continue on as we are now with an enhancement of a tier. We could also have an option right now. There's no better time to exercise the selling of our rights to all the majors who, quite frankly, all the majors who are really clamoring for our content. So that could be a significant increase, obviously, in terms of revenue. WWE would also potentially be looking to sign a deal similar to the one of the UFC that they have with ESPN+. March 2019, UFC deepened its partnership with ESPN with a deal which places its pay-per-view events exclusively on ESPN Plus in the United States until 2025. The pay-per-view deal built on the five-year pact for OTT rights signed in 2018 and extended that agreement by two years. The MMA series has been an integral part of the growth of ESPN Plus, which has gained 568 new subscribers in January 2019 alone. 568,000! More recently, uh, Disney chief executive Bob Iger, man, I'd hate to have that name, recently revealed that one million people purchased the Colin McGregor Donald Cerrone, sorry, I don't watch MMA, could be wrong pronunciation, get over it, the Colin McGregor whoever Donald, not Trump, UFC fight in January 2020 and became instant ESPN Plus subscribers, albeit on a possible short-term basis. So it seems like Vince is seeing this and he's like, hey, this might be a really great way to uh, get some more of that money. Because that's what it all comes down to, folks. The answers and everything. Religion, politics, uh, all of it. The answer is money. It always has been. And unfortunately, I, th- I think it always will be. Um... So be it. So basically, uh, the network might be giving up these streaming rights for their pay-per-views to ESPN+. Um, That would significantly decrease the value of the network, which is already struggling to find its worth. 
And then this whole idea about adding tears. For what? What can you possibly offer? Guys, I'm NXT'd out. I can't handle any more of, of what we already have. And now there's these talks of NXT China, NXT Japan. It's too much. We, we have to be rational here. Like, you can be the biggest wrestling fan in the world. But there's a certain point where you're like, no more wrestling. I can't do it. I can watch wrestling Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, probably twice on Saturday and three times on Sunday. Why would I do that? Even my most favorite TV shows, even my most favorite movies. I can't watch it that much. I can't stare at a screen for that long. I can't, I can't stare at a screen for that many hours a day every single day. I can't do it. You know why? Because of life. There's bills. There's work. There's human relationships. There are various considerations as to why I and probably most functioning adults cannot and will not sit down and watch that much wrestling. I've got my favorites. If you guys listen, you know AEW and NWA. Those are my two. I keep up with the rest the best that I can. So what can you offer me, WWE Network? If it's not going to be pay-per-views. If it's not going to be some kind of content on your network that makes me resubscribe. Then what is it? You see, because I can't justify ever resubscribing to the WWE Network because... I feel like I watched a lot of what they had to offer. And then in addition to that, it just became stale. The idea of it after, you know, five years, six years, it became stale. Oh, well, we've got this great new Ruthless Aggression docuseries. That might be great for some. I was a huge wrestling fan during that era. I don't need a refresher. I know what happened. In addition to the fact that apparently you're rewriting history, why would I why would I care? Why do you care? There's a lot of things you can do with that $10 a month. I'm considering signing up for New Japan World, which is about 10 bucks a month. Well, maybe a little bit less. There's no value in the WWE Network for me. You know, when when Thursday rolls around, or or the the Saudi Arabia pay-per-view, I guess that's today. I don't even know anymore. I don't care. Am I supposed to stop my life at 1 o'clock in the afternoon to sit there for four hours plus a friggin' pre-show and watch this crap? It's not even good. It's not like I even want to prioritize it because it sucks. 
So what's the value? For me, there's no value. The value was in, in the old stuff. But I've accepted the fact that I can find that anywhere. I don't know, guys. You know what? This whole thing could boil down to a few things. Number one, I don't know if pro wrestling should be publicly traded. okay? Because then the interest is less in the fans and more in Wall Street. I think that's really what it comes down to. Because, you know, we don't see this crap with AEW. They're at least trying to make it fun. It might not be your cup of tea, but it's not a joke. Yeah, I can't stand, uh, you know, these, these spotty tag team matches. They drive me crazy. But it's not the whole show. You know, there, there is something on AEW guaranteed that I'm going to like. Last week, it was that cage match, Cody and Wardlow, which was insane, which was excellent, which had a story to it. A story. I think if AEW started a network, and I don't know what in the world they'd put on it, they've got my trust, and I'd probably subscribe to it. Because I feel that what they would offer would be valuable. You know who's got another pretty good network? And I've had a free trial of this before, is uh, Impact Wrestling. They've got a pretty good network. You know, I wouldn't write them off just yet. Another topic for another time, though. But going back to the original topic, WWE Network, why I canceled, it's not worth it. And I can sit here and try to get more philosophical on this. I can try to do some deep diving and really try to figure out the, the, the core reasons specifically. But at the end of the day, I can identify the fact that WWE Network has not been providing anything worthwhile. Certainly not in their new content. Certainly not with their pay-per-views that have been garbage. Certainly not with uh, NXT lately, which has, yes, been garbage. Sorry. Y'all want to bash Vince Russo? Vince Russo was right. Wonder how many people just shut this podcast off. No, he was totally right. These guys are going in there and they're wrestling. And look, they're fantastic wrestlers, right? They're incredibly athletic. Their moves are a sight to see. It's a complete spectacle. But I would make the argument that that's not really pro wrestling, that that's more of acrobatics, that I can, you know, pay 10 bucks, take my whole family to the circus and see something very, very similar. I don't know. I don't have the answers. But, you know, as far as the network is concerned, I'm not alone. You know, if Vince is thinking about doing something this drastic to the network, I know I'm not alone. I don't know what he has up his sleeve. You know, if I had, you know, if I had any say in it, I'd be like, hey, Vince, just go work on the XFL, man. But then what? Triple H takes over. And then we have three rosters of Canadian destroyers and high spots. I've got no hope for them. You know, I, I think the wrestling connoisseurs, you know, might disagree with me on that. And that's fine. We're all entitled to our opinions. 
I don't trust Triple H as as a uh, successor. Why should I? How many times are we going to get Gargano and Champa? Uh, another t- another topic for another time. So I you know I think that pretty much covers it. I I don't know what else to say. Network's declining. I canceled because I didn't feel like I was you know getting much value out of it. Other people are canceling, presumably because they don't feel like they're getting much value out of it. Vince clearly realizes that people don't feel like they're getting much value out of it. Because now we're looking at pay-per-view streaming rights being given to ESPN+. And some of you guys out there will still say, Ain't no problem with WWE. WWE's doing fine. Are they? Because what I see is something very different. What I see is a company company scrambling for answers. But it always comes back to one thing. The fans. And they're aware of it. Yeah, we got that great speech. Vince, Shane, Triple H, Stephanie... Everybody in the ring saying, this is basically a renewed commitment to listen to you guys, the fans. To give you a voice, to give you a platform, to give you the things that you guys want. And we promise from this day forward that we will always supply you with content that is incredibly uh, satisfying. And we will stop ignoring your wishes. We will now listen to everything that you have to say, and we will do it. It's BS. You You know why that's BS? I would never go out there and say something like that. I would never go out there and say something like that. You know why? Because I'm not stupid, and I realize you can't please everyone. You can't please everyone. But what you can do is put on a professional wrestling product. Or even if you want to call it sports entertainment, call it sports entertainment. We all really know what that means. We don't have that with WWE. We have a television show. And this is a television show, probably one of the worst television shows on all cable. Raw, SmackDown, whatever. NXT. Probably some of the worst television shows on cable right now. I would rather watch Golden Girl reruns on Hulu than watch that crap. In fact, I'm actually right now Rewatching the entirety of the Law and Order SVU catalog. It's a good TV. WWE could write compelling storylines. WWE could provide content that's engaging. But they're writing a television show.
Do you guys understand what I'm saying? You know there was a time when wrestling was wrestling? Yes, you know, it's been on TV for a very long time in some form or fashion. It's not like it was written as a TV show. There's a difference. WWE probably has 45,000 producers. It's all about TV. How does it look on TV? How does it look on TV? Aesthetically. Not as far as the content. But how does it look? That's enough for me for now. WWE Network. For me, it's not worth it. Uh, For a lot of you guys out there, it's not worth it. It's not like 10 bucks a month is a, a big chunk of money anyway. It's just not worth it. You know, I can take that 10 bucks and buy pizza. You know, something that I would enjoy. It's depressing to talk about, in a sense. Because it's like every time I watch WWE or, or see something, I'm, I'm mourning. I'm going through the process of mourning. Something that I once truly loved. A, a company, right? It's dead. Sure, they're, they're all viable. There are viable... Blah, blah, blah. There are viable alternatives. But there will always be this little part of me that just gets really pissed off. They sold out. That's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please share your thoughts with me. I, I know this was a little bit of a, uh, a not-as-fun episode, maybe mildly uncomfortable, uh, and I get that. But, but share your thoughts with me. If you've listened to this podcast, get on Twitter at SQCIRJournal and send me your thoughts. I really want to know what you guys have to say. Specifically about this topic. Um, it, it's, it's definitely, you know, I know opinions are going to vary greatly, but I'd, I'd like to see what, what people think. If you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Retweet this if you're on Twitter listening. Share it with a friend. One of the best ways you can get the word out about the SEJ podcast. And obviously, send all of the hate mail to the one and only wrestling connoisseur, Sam Keola. He loves it. What can I say? Uh, special thank you to Adam Massacre for the use of the Squared Circle Journal theme song, originally known as the Brock Lesnar Heavy Metal cover. Check it out on YouTube. And as always, thank you for listening. See you next time. <laughs>